Hi there, I'm Shelly Daniel, theater director at Darlington. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today I'm talking with two members of the class of 2021 who have made a huge impact on the theater program during their time at Darlington. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. I'm joined by two boarding students, Daria Black, a four-year boarding student from Cinnamonson, New Jersey, and Shiji Showaton, a two-year boarding student from Lagos, Nigeria. Welcome, Shiji and Daria. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Thank you, I'm excited to be here. I wanna brag on Shiji. Uh, he's a four-star thespian in the International Thespian Society, which is a great honor. He's been involved in six shows here and also won Most Outstanding Darlington Players Junior in 2019-20. And Daria is a seven-star honor thespian in the International Thespian Society. She has done 10 shows, probably the most I've ever directed a student in. And uh, she is the award winner of the 2018-19 Most Outstanding Sophomore in the Darlington Players and Outstanding Junior in 2019-20. And this year she won the Heart of the Darlington Players Award. Um, so we're really, really proud of her for those awards as well. I wanna start out by kind of just letting you guys talk a little bit about how you got involved in the arts at Darlington, all the many ways that you've participated in the arts and and then particularly theater, um, maybe some favorite moments from theater, um, special memories, and uh, how maybe you got started. Shiji, you started your junior year, and Daria, you began early on. Uh, so, Shiji, you wanna go first? Yes, I, thank you so much for the opportunity. So I definitely, um, the arts at Darlington have been a really, really huge impact for me, have had a really huge impact on me um, as a student. I remember coming in my first year, that was last year, um, and my house, uh, my head of house, Mr. Hamill, was really, really insistent on um, me auditioning for the fall play, The Crucible. I remember him sending me all these emails to um, sign up for the program and everything. I was so excited, and I, I remember coming into the black box that day and sitting down, I was so nervous. I didn't met any other people. Um, I could I could get I could understand their um, community, but I didn't really feel as that was part of it. Obviously, because I was the new student. So, um, but people were very welcoming. I remember after like a few people had gone, I definitely just felt more comfortable with expressing myself fully. And so when Miss Daniel called me to read for a part, uh, the nerves were going haywire. But I just I was able to calm down and just give. Uh, what I thought was a good performance. And from there, that's where it started. I got a role in The Crucible as one of the judges, and we went from there. There were so many, so many different um, times where I, all these funny backstage moments that people never really understand until you're in the, that environment. Um, and so I would definitely say that theater has been a really, really huge part of my arts experience at Darlington. And from theater is even how I got into other things like concert choir because um, for our winter musical where we did Shrek, I started getting um, 
practices with Mr. McVetty, that's our choral director, and that's when I started getting more interested in doing cho um, choir as a class. So it's really, I think theater was like the gateway to all the other artistic opportunities for me. And you had an amazing role in Shrek. Can you talk yeah. about that a little bit? Yes. Um, in Shrek, I played the role of Donkey. And I, first of all, that shocked me more than anyone else because <laughs> I never thought that I would play such a principal role in just like my first year here. And it was, hearing the news, first of all, I was very, I was both parts excited and very nervous because it was going to be a huge role. Like this was definitely the biggest role I've ever, I'd ever done to that point. And I didn't really know what to expect. But um, I would definitely say I felt extremely supported by everyone in the cast. Um, all my friends helped me with learning lines, getting the songs perfectly, working with Mr. McVetty, just learning how to interact with different kinds of people and to make the perf do what's best for the show. I think that's, um, that's what you learn a lot as a, as a person that does um, a team activity like theater. Everyone thinks it's kind of like, oh, the, the, the lead roles have their own like separate um, I guess attitude from other people and that's not how it is at all like everyone works together because it's a team effort and it's a show and a cast of people so it's not just the principal role that does everything and then the other people standing in the background we're all working together to form this amazing performance and to go out and entertain people and make them smile and i think that's probably my favorite thing about theater is how working especially in a more um entered comedy like shows you get to see people and interact with the audience and try to make them laugh and um, working with your stage partners, you get to know all these intricate things that they do, like um, a little, how um, some of your own actions will make them a bit smile a bit on stage and break a bit, break, break their character just a little bit. Um. I mean, that moment when you get that first laugh, right? And we, we it was very palpable this year, being being digital and then finally being able to work live, but. It's just, it's wonderful, isn't it? You just, you can't describe it. It's just wonderful. As she said, it's indescribable. I don't think there's anything that's really like getting that first laugh on um, <laughs> a stage. It's something that I think I will remember for the rest of my life. Daria, so as we said, you've done 10 shows. Um, I would imagine it's a little hard to pick and maybe <laughs> with so many on your plate, can you, can you think of some favorite moments? Or also, and also how you got involved in the arts at Darlington? Of course. So um, as you said, I got involved as a freshman, my freshman year. And coming to Darlington, one of the biggest moments that really like solidified my decision to come to Darlington actually was the theater program. Because I was like, oh, I see all these amazing people working on this stage. I think I was working on, you were striking for Once in This Island. And I was like, I would love to do something like this. So I came and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I made some amazing friends and it really kind of like helped integrate me into the Darlington community so I obviously ended up staying with you for 10 shows which is crazy to me um, but I think my most favorite moment was probably Fiddler on the Roof where there was a wedding scene and we got to carry Abby Burris on a chair and I was mm. terrified because we were wearing dresses and I was like I'm going to slip and fall and I'm like holding her up as a base but it was probably some of the most fun I've had on the stage to date. Um, we really just all connected with each other and just dancing around with the chair was <laughs> a lot more fun than I expected it to be. <laughs> I remember the look on your face when I um, gave you the blocking for that. Yes I was terrified <laughs> but it obviously it all went well and everything we did really well that performance and I think some of my other favorite moments 
kids were just dancing backstage once the performance ended. It was like every single night as the outro music let us out after we like took our bows and stuff. We just be backstage and just dance to all the silly music that was happening. Like New York for my first show, um, Out of the Frying Pan, where I was a costume, um, a costume crew. We would just dance right backstage, just singing and dancing. And it was some of the most memorable moments I have of being at theater. Just like the sense of community you feel is outstanding. What a great metaphor for using the idea of lifting Abby in the chair. Because that moment was really about Abby, but you remember it as being something very special. And I think it kind of embodies that idea of what we try to do kind of as servant leaders in here. Like, like, and, and piggybacking on what Shiji said, that idea of kind of placing yourself when you are a leader like both of you are, as, as feeling that charge to be, to be the one that's doing the hard work, to be the one that's volunteering, to be the one that's you know, sweeping the stage, even though maybe you have the most lines in a play, and how that grows not, I mean, your talent is obviously growing in the show, but there's something deeper that's growing in those moments too, when you're supporting your peers, or you're giving that little extra, maybe even though you aren't being asked. And I've seen that in both of you, and it's one of the things I love about the department when I watch the students, is that I see that manifested, you know, in every corner. And I love that you chose that as an example of one of your favorite moments. Um, so let's talk about something more specifically. Let's talk about this year. Okay. <laughs> okay. So as we uh, went into lockdown and, you know, the end of the year ended kind of the way it did, and we all sort of stayed in touch through the summer. Um, I don't know if very many people know this, but we had about 35 of us on a video chat over the summer. I have pictures of that. And we all got together, all of us just sort of one night. I think it was, it was very many hours that we were together that we all just got online together and we watched uh, Shrek together and just sort of fellowshiped. And I, I myself know that looking at the fact that Broadway was closed, that all my colleagues' shows were being canceled and shut down, that high schools were going dark, some of them going dark for 2021. Um, how did it feel for you being a senior thespian in the program, um, knowing that you were gonna be a leader during that time? And then as you were coming into the year, having to be a leader and a senior when we were attempting so much improvisation and innovation. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, sure, honestly, it was kind of scary because at first I was really, um, coming into the year, I was kind of unsure if we were going to do theater. And I was like, oh, it's my last year. I don't really get to continue it. But then when you told us that we were going to continue theater, I was really happy because I was like, okay, we still get to have that same sense of community that we've been having for the past three years. And I know that's something that's really important as like a Darlington member to have that, especially when it's like, you know, you like to do theater. So you like to have that community. Um, but then being a leader and kind of just being in theater, it's more so just trying to make sure like everyone is still in that same mindset that even though we're not for the digital performances at least that even though we're not still being on the stage that we still have to try and connect with our audiences in some kind of way so I feel like that kind of like trying to be like hey you know you still have to like get your lines down like you still have to try to help in any way you can whether it's like set or like trying to help build a piece you still have to try and contribute in some way and that was probably one of the most difficult things that we had to do this year about you, Shiji. Yeah, I would 100% agree with Daria about feeling a little bit nervous coming into the year. First of all, with uncertainty, not even being sure if theater was going to be a thing. And then upon hearing from Ms. Daniel that we were going to have a program, I remember first of all feeling relieved and a bit <laughs> excited because this was such a huge part of my social interaction with the people and obviously as Daria said as well, community. So um, I'm also going to just add to what she said about the difficulty because 
you know, you see the final product and everyone is dancing and singing on stage and laughing, but you don't know the hours and hours and hours of work that has gone on behind that. Um, the technical difficulties with filming, with green screens, mm -hmm. with costuming, with finding backgrounds and sounds and everything that everyone had to work on that stuff. Like we were all learning a lot this year, um, technology wise. And I think as Zaria said, it was, a, it was a bit more difficult to get people to continue keeping up with that same level of um, efforts as the previous years because it can be more difficult to stay to stay together especially when you're not always physically together um, especially when people maybe would go out and have to be quarantined or isolated and they would still just show up on the google meets which obviously is very different from being in person and being able to run through your lines and blocking with everyone else so i would definitely say it was it was a very different experience but i think different things can also be um opportunities for learning as I think Ms. Daniel will talk about later about learning about green screens and technology and integrating that with our already um, good acting skills. I think it was um, it was definitely a learning curve. There was a learning curve there. So what were so from both of you, what were some of the in hindsight when you just look at the fall and the Darlington Digital Players, which was our new title for the fall. We had sweatshirts made, but we were the Darlington Digital Players. And, and it's true, you're filming alone. You know, you're not in that moment with your peers getting that connection like Daria was talking about earlier. So it was a new, it was like a new flavor of theater. Um, do you feel like you could tell me some of the skills you may have developed going through that, that process? Absolutely. I think I would have to say, first of all, you have to learn how to interact with the camera as opposed to interacting with the person. Because the way we specifically recorded our um, digital sessions was that we all came together before recording and we um, recorded just our voices. So a soundtrack of all our voices were made and then Miss Daniel would go in and edit out our own um, voices. So there would be like a recording of the entire script with everyone speaking their lines, but then your own lines would be removed from your parts and you would have to be able to act with hearing other people's voices in your head, making accurate reactions, even though you couldn't see their faces, you could just hear their voices and see the camera. And you had to look at the camera and react in time because you were going to be on screen with them in the boxes. So you just had to get get used to not having someone to kind of um, feel energy from. I feel like it's a very different experience hearing their voice and then, be able to, then being able to see them, see their reactions, see um, their face um, lifting and how their, how their energy kind of adds to yours. Um, that, 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 that's not something you can really describe um, apart from just experiencing it. So I definitely would say I had to learn how to um, get that energy from myself as opposed to with other people. Yeah, like Shiji said, it was definitely less of a community and more of like an individualistic, like actor building skills. Because um, like when it's just in your ear, you can't really like, you have to make sure you concentrate on what they're saying while also like focusing on looking at the camera and still being present in time because you know, your face is going to be on screen at all times. You can't like have a big distraction on stage that's going to give you like a moment of relief from like the audience's eyes at some point. So it was really just making sure that you still try to connect to the audience while also concentrating on your lines and your movements and stuff like that. For my own part, I found that, you know, looking at one of the positives with working with each of you individually when you were performing a lot of times it's me and 25 of you you know and I'm sort of directing a, a larger group where it's more of a what is the group doing and I felt like in many ways because our filming sessions were sometimes two three four hours long I was getting these moments of just being able to sort of microscopically direct actors and for my part, it was such a connecting kind of thing that I felt like 
in many ways it gave me the opportunity to almost get to spend more time with you all individually as artists and I'm really grateful for that. Um, you know, even though there's certainly things that I missed about the larger, and obviously we saw that in the spring, it's, it's energizing, it's fueling, it's kinetic, but, but being able to work with you individually gave me this wonderful opportunity to kind of connect with you guys in a way that maybe I'm not able to in a, in a regular rehearsal when everyone needs um, equal attention. A Darlington student is made up of many things, none of which is average. Darlington is helping me develop my interests, passions, and pursuits because they believe every individual has something to contribute. And only when you're 100% you are you 100% Darlington. Hi, I'm Angel Laramie, a three-year boarding student from Cumming, Georgia, who is editor-in-chief of the Jabberwock Student Yearbook and a National Merit Scholarship finalist. I am 36% bookworm, 34% problem solver, and 30% storyteller, which makes me 100% Darlington. Find out how you can be 100% Darlington too by requesting a personal campus tour at www.darlingtonschool.org visit or contacting admission at darlingtonschool.org. Okay, so let me ask you this. As we started rehearsing for Brothers Grimm's Spectacular-thon, we moved into our spring show, which we also planned to be digital, and we got into the black box and we began rehearsing blocking, and things began to loosen up. We had the, we had the vaccine on the horizon, and we had cases dropping, and we began to brainstorm what might be next for us. So, well, to back up, in the, in the winter, we did do a, a, a radio show. We did a Christmas Carol, and you guys got to do the voiceovers and the Foley sound. So that was still sort of part of our digital season. In the spring, we just uh, closed a show not too long ago, Working in the Cove. We did a live, socially distanced production, dinner theater production of a play, and you guys were both a part of that. What was it like for you when we began to baby step into the prospect of trying to do something live and outdoors? Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, from my personal experience, I feel like once we were like thinking about having the live show, I feel like the energy of the room kind of just like tenfolded. We kind of <laughs> got like a lot more like energetic and we were a lot more happier at the prospect of even performing for a live audience. Like even just the thought of it kind of like raised our spirits and we were a lot happier just thinking about it. Because while digital theater is still theater, it's a lot Personally, it feels a lot better when you get to perform it and see your audience's like reactions in real time, especially doing an out life, uh, outdoor theater, something that I've never done before. It was a lot different, but it was still a great experience that I'm really glad I got to have. Exactly. Same with Daria. And just same on the um, idea of learning new things, because even though this was kind of going back to our, our originals with like live theater, this was an outdoor theater, so that meant that we had to learn a lot more about projection mm -hmm. and about facial expression because people were going to be right in front of us, but they needed to hear us. And there's the difference between um, an indoor performance and an outdoor performance is, is that with indoor, the walls are bouncing your sound back on you, so you can hear yourself a lot easier. But outdoors, you kind of have to shout and hope that the wind doesn't carry your words away. Because, and speaking of wind, we were so, so nervous about the weather a lot mm -hmm. of the time, because if you're doing a show in March or April, you know that there is rain that is happening, and we were so nervous that it was going to rain on one of our shows, and we weren't going to be able to perform. But at the end of the day, um, everything kind of worked out in our favor. I honestly 
honestly don't know how but i'm so grateful that everything did come together but yes just like the experience of having of being able to have live theater when i was seeing other people not even having any theater program at all nothing digital not even like a zoom show it's it's, it's impossible to describe how grateful i was first of all and how as i think as daria said the energy just increased so much more than there was definitely like nerves, especially for the first show. Um, but Miss Daniel always says, you know, channel your nerves into your performance. And I think that's what we all did, especially for that first show, really getting us excited and getting back into the groove of interacting with people on the stage. It was so wonderful to watch you all, um, your joy, your sheer joy, just being in front of an audience again. It, it's just, it will, I think it will be one of my favorite memories in theater, honestly. So. I know it may be hard to pick something, but what do you think you're going to miss most about your time in theater here um, as you prepare to graduate? Um, I honestly think it's going to the people and the whole experience of theater because sadly I'm not planning on continuing theater when I go to college. It's not a set in stone, but it's unlikely. So I feel like the whole prospect of even doing theater and having that sense of community is something that I'm really going to miss when I leave. Well, I will encourage you. The wonderful thing about theater is it can be a lifelong thing. Um, regardless of what career you go into, every town has a community theater and, and hopefully you're just so talented. I hope that's something that maybe as life opens back up for you after college that you're able to continue to dabble in because you're so good at it. Oh, thank you. Shiji, what do you think you're going to miss the most? Yes, everyone always gives this answer, but the people, you know, it's, I think, as, as Miss Daniel said, theater is a universal thing. You can go anywhere and be able to find like a group of people that will be willing to like put on a performance with you. But the specific people in the Darlington Community Theater, like the, the this community is just so special to me because as I mentioned before, it was really my first interaction with the Darlington community as a whole. Like I made my best friends here, I made my first friends here. And that makes it so much all the more special because it, it just has a really special place in my heart. And I can't say that I, obviously, I hope that it will, I will continue to have good experiences elsewhere, but there's no certainty that I'll be able to do this for the rest of my life or like have such good community elsewhere. So I definitely will say that I, have missed, I will miss the people and just the experiences, the late nights coming to um, try out costumes with Miss Daniel in the black box and um, you know going to do research on which costume to buy during the digital performances. Everything has just been a roller coaster of emotions and learning and it's just been honestly an amazing experience. I'll miss it so much. And both of you are leaving very large shoes to fill um, in terms of your talents and in terms of your um, work ethic and passion and commitment to the program. So thank you so much for everything you've given and the, the examples that you've um, sort of left behind for hopefully some of our underclassmen to take up upon their shoulders and continue um, that legacy that you've built. Okay, here's a fun question. I want each of you to say you're a Darlington Tiger without actually saying you're a Darlington Tiger. Who wants to go first? Okay, I will. Um, going up into the attic and organizing the costume shelf. I have to say, um, going out to the sit by the lake to practice my my solo for donkey because I couldn't do it in my room because my room was there. <laughs> thank you. I want to thank you so much, Daria and Shiji, for being on today's podcast. We look forward to seeing where your future takes you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. We hope you'll tune in next week whenever you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. 
Check out today's show notes at www.darlingtonschool.org backslash podcast. If you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is student-produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.